Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronan Warfield. Hi, Ronan. Hey, Holly. How are you doing this week? (sighs) Glad to not be in work for the next couple of days because it's been very stressful. It's very stressful. Very stressful. Yeah. Very stressful. Government <laughs> announcements and whatnot add to my work level. I know you're so. like any sort of, you know, government announcement that like which there have been many the last oh, many, yes. while. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's always like, oh, uh, we're going to go to this in two minutes, and you're like, well, yeah. what have I? Uh, yeah. I have to throw out the whole schedule, so rip yeah. the schedule apart and yeah. just put in a brand new announcement. That's that's Which me. Is, that's uh, live broadcasting and live television. Such is my life, yes. But it's all good. All good. All worked out in the end. And it was a good announcement for once. So yay. Yeah. Exciting yeah. stuff happening. Um, or well, you know, yeah. like eventually. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, yeah. Well, you know, another week and we're, you know, back at gigs and whatnot, and then another month and a half, and then it's all over, hopefully. It's all mm. over. All finito. Unless there's some kind of weird Delta. I know, yeah, yeah. Well, well, D is Delta. What's E? What's next in the list? What's the next in the alphabet? What's what E? Is on, e? The, on the phonetic alphabet. Uh, or e the... for e- Eagle, is it? The Eagle variant. Would that be next? Um... That was, that's worth looking up. Hang on. Right there. I'm literally, I'm literally good. Are you looking it up to yeah, okay. Uh, phonetic. I think it's like. Do they have any? See, I don't think they. Echo. Oh, it's, oh okay. Yeah, yeah the echo. echo variant. But that sounds echo, cool. The echo yeah. variant sounds like a legit sci fi. Okay, you've heard it here first, everyone. So we, yeah. we are, <laughs> we're, we've got the copyright. We are saying that the Echo variant is going to be a legit sci-fi. The world world ender. (laughs) Yeah. But it's perfect as well because it's like the return, you know, the sort of sonic boom return, Mm. like Echo Chamber. Like it's the perfect sci-fi version of like a pandemic that just does not go away. It's like, uh, it sounds like one of them crappy films that does be on sci-fi channel. Yeah, yeah. The Echo variant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Made for like four quid. Or is it like a legit and amazing new sci fi series? Who knows? Who knows? You know. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, you're watching the Echo variant? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I don't know if it gets past the Echo variant. I don't think we're going to have very scary sounding uh, variants after that. It's going to be the Foxtrot variant, the Golf variant. (laughs) The hotel variant. I think they might have to come up with a different naming system. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not. I know. Well, yeah. Okay. So that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Oh, actually, wait. Though, if we're doing it on like, you're doing it on the, what you call it, the phonetic alphabet. Yeah. Is that not what they're doing it from? Because it's like. But it's also the Greek alphabet. Oh, could so be Greek because you're right. Yeah. Alpha, alpha, beta. Beta. 
and then there's the delta and then there's the epsilon epsilon i like the sound of that so that could be it too yeah okay okay epsilon the epsilon virus the epsilon return okay so we're just actually like making up words now of yeah 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 potential <laughs> uh what you call it Var- variant names yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i know and it's like the worst we're bloody we're sitting name. here make we're sitting there making light of our potentially apocalyptic future yeah 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 <laughs> of like the bird flu that's eventually yeah. going to actually wreck the whole world again yeah again and worse but anyway yeah yeah we live we live in hope so October, what did they say? October 20th? That's when it all comes down. Yeah. yeah. I'll be staying away from town for that whole week. Oh, yeah. Mm. But like town is manic. Town is absolutely manic at the moment. That's what I mean. Town is manic at the moment. Can you imagine when it like, you know, social We're distancing technically... and COVID passports aren't needed from October 20th? It's going to be chaos. So. Yeah, I know. Anyway. It's going to be full on. Full on indeed. But, you know, at least we can go to a gig. Yay! Not a bad thing. Yeah. Um, I was in Galway at the weekend. You were in Galway. I was going to ask, how did you yeah. get on? Yeah. It was uh, 24, 25 degrees. Lovely. Uh, felt like it was, I don't know, somewhere on the Island. continent. Yes, yes. On the continent, not... On smelly old Ireland, yeah, yeah, no. and it was absolutely like balmy. It was beautiful. Um, saw family. It was it was absolutely amazing. It was great. Mm, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. And was there was there many a drink had? There were a few drinks, but it was pretty chill actually because like the kids were around, and but myself and my bro went for a few drinks in the evening. Um, oh. in the evenings, and. Uh, yeah. It's like it's like how you were drinking crazy in front of the kids and they were just like, get her out of here. Get her out of the house. Take yeah, her somewhere. Like, I don't care about Probably yeah. bring her away. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, we Holly's scaring us. Oh, stop. Thrown in. <laughs> no, I've never drank in front of them. But no. they well, are they uh though no, they were all well tucked in bed, happy days, all excited about school. and um yeah so we just went around uh myself my bro went for a few drinks in the evenings but like oh my god at one stage it was just like I was just staring at people because there are so many it's gonna sound like a thousand like I'm literally a thousand years old but there were so many young people milling around the streets like way more than actually it felt like Dublin um and it was just like and did you tell all those pesky young people to get off your front garden like get off my front garden no i it was just but it was actually just felt like literally being in one of those kind of uh leaving cert holidays again like that that's how many kids were that was literally the vibe though it was unbelievable um but yeah so but listen, if anyone is thinking about going to Galway in Ireland, it's great and you'll have a great time. Mm. 
Yeah. Very good. Very good. And they're all very COVID compliant. All the pubs were like, you know, you need to like give us your contact details and like wait until there was like proper table for you. And it was all good. It was no, all good. never ha- never had a bad night in Galway. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was great. Cork, however. <laughs> <laughs> that place. Well. Burn. Got him. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Cork is okay too, I think, though. I had a really good night in Kinsale. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, I went down for a wedding, and then, like, the second night then was great as well. Mm. Yeah. So, Chris and Jolene's wedding. Oh, very good, yes, yes, yes. So, like, they had their own sort of venue for the actual wedding night, and then we just, like, went to a few little bars around the place for... um. The, the second night and it was just it was that's a great that's a great town can say yeah yeah i've been it's lovely it is nice probably prefer to like cork cork yeah well that's most places another burn for cork <laughs> i know just like super heavy burns on the cork yeah 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 I know. so yeah so you had a good week weekend in galway that's that's the main thing Great to get out of Dublin for a weekend. And uh, yeah, so. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. But your look will we'll, uh, kick off. And uh, I think you are first because I think I definitely went first the last time. That sounds about right, yeah. That is correct. So um, my choices were, I only remember one of my choices, the one I actually watched. Uh, you don't have mine written down there, do you? Um, oh, actually, I think I messaged them to you. You sure did. So, so I have them written down. I'm going to bring up the message. I have it right here. Uh, what is it? What is it? What is it? What? Oh, yeah. So you, you gave me uh, The Girl on the Train and The Undoing. Oh, no, you didn't because I'd seen The Undoing. Um, Crazy Rich Agents was the other one. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I went for The Girl on the Train. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm actually kind of like, I thought that you were going to be allergic to that because you, I gave it to you before and you didn't pick it. Yeah, I, I kind of was taking a hint that you really wanted me to watch it. So I did. Okay. So, um, yeah, I won't get into the, like, the, the nitty gritty because it kind of is one of those layered stories that everything connects with something else. Um, but I'll give it the quick rundown anyway. Yeah. Because uh, I don't want to give away spoilers and all that sort of stuff. So, um, right, so we have Emily Blunt, and she's in bad shape. She's not doing well, it looks like. Uh, basically, she plays a woman uh, by the name of Rachel. Uh, we find out that uh, she's getting divorced. Uh, she is very sad, troubled, lonely, an alcoholic, um, and seems to spend most of her days uh, traveling on the train in and out of New York, Uh because this allows her to see uh, the house that her old husband lives in with his new wife. Um, but it also allows her to see their next door neighbours. Um, so the new wife is played by Rebecca Ferguson. Um, the, the, the ex-husband is played by Justin Theroux. Um, and the next door neighbours, um, that's played by Luke Evans and... The blonde woman who I can't remember his yeah, name. Yeah, I can't actually remember her name either. Ha- uh, Haley Bennett is her name. Oh, yeah. 
So essentially, uh, this Haley Bennett one catches her eye uh, more, uh, twice a day when she's traveling in and out of New York. She's a very attractive, very glamorous looking blonde, uh, married to equally attractive Luke Evans. Um, and she sees them twice a day when she's driving past in the train. Uh, and she sort of becomes obsessed with them, I guess would be. Um, yeah, that would be fair. She's that like... would be fair. Yeah, she's kind of obsessed with the life that they have. And because she's in such a bad place herself, she kind of covets the life that they have now. Um, so that's how we start. Uh, then one day she's driving past and she sees the blonde girl kissing someone who is not Luke Evans. Um, so this infuriates her because she's of the opinion, why would this woman throw away what seems to be the perfect man and marriage? Um, so at this point, we realise uh, that she goes to confront the woman um, and you realise that she's not in a good place herself. She's an alcoholic uh, who's prone to blackouts. Um, and essentially, after she goes to confront this woman, she has another blackout. She wakes up at home um, and has no memory of what happened after she confronted the woman, uh, the blonde woman. Yeah, but then we find out that the blonde woman's gone missing, um, and that da, 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 exactly yeah, and the detective looking after it, the case uh, played by Alison Jenny, who's awesome, um, uh, uh, contacts Rachel and questions her about her whereabouts of that day because she was reported seen in the vicinity, uh, and she basically kind of puts herself as a suspect. She kind of yeah because she can't she can't account for her whereabouts that afternoon and um yeah she makes herself seem incredibly guilty of something um uh so yeah, yeah um can I go into more about it without, without yeah a little bit away? more I think yeah, a little bit more yeah I suppose um so the the person that she was kissing on the balcony who wasn't her husband was a psychiatrist played by Edgar Ramirez um um and she decides to because you see her going to counseling with him then yes yeah she goes to counseling with him later on uh, as a sort of a to almost confront him to see what he's about I guess um but I'm just bringing up my notes here sorry oh my mum So yeah, um, so essentially, uh, she is in the line for um, the the blonde woman's murder, essentially, uh, because uh, she is confirmed to have confronted her that day and can account for her whereabouts, and yeah, essentially. Yeah, that's pretty much it, isn't it? I'm, yeah, I'm you can't really go into yeah. too much because I think I'm, I'm trying to remember stuff that I can g- tell without giving it away, but I can't really because all is jumping out of me knows what happens at the end. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's essentially the setup. But it's um, such a great. It's what it is. Is it's a great. Um, it's a whodunit. Yeah, it's it's a whodunit mixed with, uh, psychological torture sort of thing because. Um, she is very tortured herself and she struggles with her alcoholism um, and the fact that she has these blackouts um, as a result of that which is ultimately you find out what led to the downfall of her marriage in her eyes and her mind um, but yeah uh, it, it kind of went in a direction I didn't think it was going to go um, no it was in a bad was, way no in a good way in a good okay. way it was a little bit hallmarky 
Yes. Yeah, you know, the, the, the twist was, it was good, but on reflection, it was like, oh, that was a bit far-fetched and ridiculous. But in service of the story, it was actually quite good. Once you're in, in the story and you're involved in it, it's 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 a good twist. But, yeah, um, I think it definitely holds um, your attention, you know, it kind yeah, of... No, uh, 100%. But, um, it uh, makes you read, think a little bit on the character of like, is this actually happening? Kind of. Yeah, no, because I, having read up on it afterwards, obviously, I didn't know it was a book of biblical uh, success um, before it was a film. Um, it was like a huge deal that I completely was unaware of. Um, but uh, no, it um, and it, it definitely feels like a film that would uh, probably be better told on a page than on the film. I read it as a book. Yeah, I'd imagine the book is a lot better, is it? It, um, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed both very equally, which right. is unusual. Um, you know, usually like m- most people would be like, oh, it was actually like a really good book. Or some people might be like, oh, no, I actually preferred the film. But I enjoyed both. I read the book on holiday and it was a real page turner. And like oh. each individual person had their own sort of first person prose um in each chapter it was like a different from a different person's point of view oh I see okay so that's how it was kind of done on the book and um but in the movie I actually I thought like Emily Blunt was amazing like yeah I was gonna say she is just yeah I know like there's no getting around it she's just a great actress and yeah you know it's rare it's rare that she doesn't you know be great in the film she's in but she's especially good in this she does drunk and hung over very well like she does drunk um, and hung over so well and there's so very many actors yeah. that like yeah. can't do the like i'm trying to be sober mm. but i'm actually off my face drunk yeah yeah no, she and she's also and... not an actor that do- has an issue with looking absolutely terrible which she does for most of this film um, and that's obviously on purpose to show how a desperate a character she is. She obviously looks desperate as well as feels it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, she does it. The, the other thing I loved about it well was the to get not too technical, but the cinematography was really good for like a film that's set in such a mundane, average setting like suburbia, New York. Yeah. Uh, the the cinematography really makes it you know stand out because. Especially when, like, you know, when you're showing her drunk scenes, the, the camera's, like, right up in her face and it's, like, focusing in the wrong part of her face and all. And it really just gives you that disjointed, drunk feeling. Yes. When it's even when her, you're like, watching it. Yeah. Even when you're watching it. Like, so it was really, really effective. A lot. Um, the score is excellent. It's really ominous. Um, it's really well-made films, well-polished, and it looks looks very good. You can tell and they're really good actors it. in it. Like, every oh, character really good actors, yeah. has a really yeah. good actor yeah um yeah all really really good actors and nobody's bad in this there's no weak link or anything um i just found the ending a tiny bit too far-fetched other than that it was solid sort of solid film. yeah ending. a bit too hollywoody yeah yeah but um i guess they were kind of you know slave to the book in that in that sense so, but uh up to that it's been you know solid eight out of ten for me but, wow uh, I really, yeah. I didn't think I would, but you forced my hand and I'm glad you made me watch it. Oh, good. That's so, yeah, that's so cool. Because I, I legit was like, he, when you said you watched it, I was like, oh, 
I think you might have probably hated this movie. No, no, it got me going. It was it was intriguing. And I have to say, without Emily Blunt, this film wouldn't have been nearly as interesting. Yes. So uh if it was a different her. if it was a different actress, I definitely yeah. I agree. Um and you can go see a different actress because Netflix remade it in a foreign language in, in, in Indian, I think. Oh, there's like really? In, there's a Netflix version that came out this year set in London, but it's in the Indian language. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So if you oh, fancy that might something be interesting. But the same, that's there. Do you know, I like it was one of those things, right? I watched this. So I read the book. And I usually never read books that movies are made out of because I'm mm. like, I'll just go and watch the movie because yeah. I'm an extremely slow reader. So I was like, <laughs> um, I, 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 am too, I am too dumb to read books. I, that's my thing anyway. I'm too dumb to read books. I don't read books at all. So I find I just I'm I I'm extremely slow at reading and it's just like, you know, for the few weeks that it would take me to read like a very regular simple book mm. it would be like I'm just gonna watch the 90 minute movie like it's just no point um, yeah. but it was just because I was on holidays and I was like this actually did catch my attention so I did actually um, finish it like in a normal reading time well, um, and then <laughs> And then I actually, I ended up going to watch this in the movies twice because I went with friends and then actually my mom wanted to go see it. So I watched it twice in the movies. So it was just one of those films that I was like, wow, this is like one of the most engaged films I've been, I've I've watched, you know, yeah. with the, the background of the book and then like going to see it so many times in the cinema. I was like, wow, this is all over, I'd say. I literally all over it. Yeah. But yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I do, I do, I do enjoy when you go to the cinema. Not that I've been there in two years nearly now, but I do enjoy when you go to the cinema and you know you're gonna like a film and you're sitting there for the first 10 minutes going, Oh, I can't wait to watch this. It's great feeling like <laughs> yes. Yeah. I know. Cool. Well, I'm really glad that you enjoyed it because I enjoyed Ooh. that film when I watched it. Um yeah. A little tweak at the ending probably could have helped, but I think uh, overall it was a really well-made film as well. So I'm uh, really glad. Agree. Mm. Um, Cool. So you gave me some um, Aaron Sorkin movies. did, yeah. I wanted to give you a week off of sci-fi, so. Yes. I gave you some nice, nice, talky, beefy drama. I can't remember one of them. So... Do you remember? Uh, they the were, two? I do, yeah. One was uh, Charlie Wilson's War, and the other oh, yeah. was um, bum, bum, um, dun, 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 was the American the American President. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and what it was. I watched the American President because Yay. I love Michael Douglas, and also Annette Benning is amazing as well. So also yes, yeah, very good. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's actually like a different vibe to a lot of Aaron Sorkin films. If you're kind of more of a modern Aaron, mm. Aaron Sorkin fan. Um, yeah, a bit more fluffy, I think, yeah. Yeah, so it's definitely, it's almost 
actually a romantic comedy, like a rom-com, in comparison to like his, his, you know, other films. Um, I literally just have the like, where's his little filmography here? Um, like, so he's most, well, he's known for a thousand films, um, and series, but he's probably most well known for like most recently, like Steve Jobs, Moneyball, The Social Network. Yeah, obviously Charlie Wilson's War, um, Ooh. and The Trial of the Chicago Seven, where he actually uh directed that as well he directed that and he directed uh molly's game yeah he directed molly's game too so they were kind of big uh leaps being the ricardos is a new film that's coming on biographical Mm. drama um i don't know what that is about but i'm sure we will find out very soon so um yeah, the American president. So it's it was made in 1995. It stars uh, Michael Douglas. He is a widower American president. Um, he is in office and he is currently the president. And his aides are Martin Sheen, Michael J. Fox, and his opposition in government. It, is played by um is a guy called Rumsford and he's played by uh what's his name Richard Dreyfus Richard Dreyfus yeah Ste- an absolutely stellar cast that has to be said like for the yeah. mid 90s this is just it's whopper like it is it is it's yeah. super whopper um then basically that's the current situation and they're just trying to basically do presidential stuff get bills passed so like there's a bill for um there's a crime bill and there's an environmental bill and they're like the two main bills that like the government are working on and they're trying to get like lobbyists involved and that's when we see sydney ellen wade who's played by annette benning mm-hmm. and uh, she is basically hired by the environmental um lobby to help uh, pass this bill for that lowers carbon emissions and other environmental bits and pieces. Concerns. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, I guess the US weren't really too, uh, I don't know, I guess they weren't very engaged in until we now know climate change is a real thing. And very much to the fore. Uh, But yeah, so basically Annette Benning is this lobbyist. She's hired by the environmental group and um, try and pass this environmental bill, uh, which isn't actually to the forefront of Michael Douglas's mind. Um, He's more... His his thing is the crime bill, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, his thing is the crime bill. Um, So she kind of basically has a meeting in the White House ends up meeting Michael Douglas, obviously, as the president. And then they have a bit of a meet cute and mm-hmm. they He's a smitten kid. 
And <laughs> such a such a me cute music, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh All no, right. because when you're watching this film, you will see whenever Annette Benning and Michael Douglas are in the same room, this crescendo of romantic. Uh, classical music starts playing mm. it is literally you're watching it thinking this dude has written the west wing you know he is a staunch like political hardcore writer it's going to be intense it's going to be uh such a way and then you realize that this is actually an extremely light-hearted rom-com because it's 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 got all apart from the uh rom-com uh apart from the menu on the rom-com which is like a dance sequence this film has everything that a rom-com has yeah Uh, mixed with political stuff yes exactly like Kind of like if they're doing a, in a, like a, a romance story in the West Wing or something. Like it's exactly. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Which was also written by Aaron Sorkin. So yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, Annette Benning and Michael Douglas basically hit it off, and they start to see each other, even though it's very strange. <laughs> so why? <laughs> because well, for the very start, so basically, you know, the first date they go on is um the french president and uh his wife uh they have a reception sorry they have a reception um for the french president and his wife so it's an extremely diplomatic affair and uh high profile and michael douglas invites annette benning to go as his date Mm -hmm. and um you know it's all very kind of like oh this is crazy because you're the president and I'm just a girl. <laughs> um, so, and she le- legit calls him the president, like um, Mr. President, like, sir, she calls him. It's just like, dude, this is not like, this cannot be real. Cause it's just like, she actually legitimately calls him this the whole time. Um, until they kind of, yeah, I think until like a little bit on the movie, she calls until him they, like until Mr. They bone. Yeah. Pardon? Until they bone. That's when she stops calling him. Mr. Literally <laughs> until they bone. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you for that intrigue-ish, uh diet. Yeah. Um, That's very, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's li- like literally until that moment, like she's there, like Mr. President. Um, and, and, and also then it's just like the conflict of interest. So it's like we can it the the there's obviously issues then the staff kind of come around uh, Michael Douglas's character and basically like, you know, this could be an issue, this could be a potential issue. You mm. are seen to be dating a lobbyist, um, you're going to be seen as getting in literally into bed with um a person who's trying to get your vote on a situation and it's just like all of those conflicts of interests are just like it would just never happen in a thousand years and so it's very hollywood in that sense and not not saying that obviously people you know figuratively speaking and 
not figuratively speaking get into mm. bed with each other in governments and um you know pay pay their way through yeah um to get things done mm. um but it's just that it's just yeah it's it is what it is it's a movie and it's an enjoyable movie but it's like you just can't kind of take it too seriously no and, it's not a and yeah, plus, it's not a, it's, it's, it's not a, it's, 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 it's not a hardcore depiction of life in the White House or anything. Like that. I mean, no. although I, I do find the non-romantic bits about it that are all about, like, you know, Washington and the inner workings of it. I find them do, I do find them interesting and, and probably more interesting than the romance bit. You know, yeah. Where, where you see, I, like, uh, him, like, him dating this woman open himself up to, like, a character debate that they they didn't pursue before because his wife had just died sort of thing. Like, so... Yes, like that kind of stuff, which is obviously you know has and will and does happen, like you know. Yeah, and so there's lots of very good drama actually around uh, Richard Dreyfuss's character, who is like the opposition of. He's like the leader of the Republicans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So his character is actually extremely interesting because he's kind of exactly what you said, you know, sort of tearing this guy down, um, character-wise. But then it's yeah, and then how the whole Michael Douglas's staff come together and try and like try and get themselves selves out of this like potential hole that yeah. Michael Douglas is like literally digging daily with dating this lobbyist. Yeah. Um but also as well, yeah. So like exactly that's that's the only interesting aspect of this film because like the romance is just like Oh, it's and F. Benning yeah. falls in love with the president because he's like super cool. Like he literally shows her no basic. Like he's he's intrigued by her, and she's like, "Oh yes, I love you." <laughs> like she literally is like, "I love you." After like two dates, and it's well, like I wasn't that cynical about it, now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like it's not this. This movie is good, but it's not for like the actual. It's not for the romance aspect. It's grand. Right. I'm it's grand, glad yeah. that you made me watch this because it's interesting to see what Aaron Sorkin does on his holidays. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's definitely, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely, it's definitely as fluffiest. That's a bit mean. Lead. Yeah, no, it's definitely as fluffiest film. Uh, it's definitely a fluff film. And and it's light and it's not too intense, which we all need as well, because we don't need intense films all the time. Um, And yeah, so but it is what it is. Loved Michael J. Fox in this film. Yeah, yeah, really good. Uh, And I think it was one of his last roles that he did where he wasn't showing signs of the Parkinson's. I think shortly after that, he started turning down movie roles because it was starting to get obvious. But um. But yeah, no, he's very good. Um, the whole supporting cast is very good. You've got Michael J. Fox, Martin Sheen, who would basically be the Michael Douglas role in the West Wing. Um, yes. After this, you know. Um, who else so, he, like, obviously, they're casting. And I, I'd say, um, yeah, I mean, even, even Michael Douglas's character in this movie says, I'm more of a West Wing president. Yeah, yeah. Um, wink, like as wink. in he, yeah. he he he's not into the showy the where the, like the tourists go see the the nice like East Wing 
It's like yeah, yeah. the he's more of a West Wing uh, president. And then, yeah, Martin Sheen is. He's almost like. And actually, Michael Douglas's character does refer like, I don't see your your name on the ballot when they had a kind of an altercation. Oh, that the big fight. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it like it almost is like if <laughs> it's like in in Sorkin's universe. You could imagine, OK, well, you know, Michael Douglas lost the next election and then Martin Sheen went for the following election. Yeah, or, yeah. You know, so, <laughs> yeah, you can imagine that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was definitely, I guess, who knows when when Sorgan saw this movie and the casting that he thought actually wait there maybe martin sheen would be yeah. a, a very good president as well and he was and he was a great he was a great lad he was a great lad altogether he was a Did pretty you, great have lad. You, i'm assuming you've seen the west wing you've watched it yeah i haven't <gasps> what oh my god i know it's what? like the wire i never saw the wire either yeah the wires a pain in the ass but the west wing is so good Ugh. i know it's one of those things it was like this uh, so the wire and the west wing were like out sort of around similar time weren't they and uh west yeah, wing was say, probably okay. first, west wing started in 99 i think and the wire started earlier than that. i think it was 97 96 the west wing 97 yeah oh right. okay and Yeah, so he, oh yeah, I'm just checking here. He was like visiting the White House doing research for the American president. And then he actually got uh, his idea for doing an actual show, TV show. on the yeah. White House. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense in fairness. It does, it does. Yeah. But uh, yeah, now I'm shocked and appalled that you have to do the West Wing. I may have to uh, make you watch that. Well, look, you've got to do what you've got to do. You know what I mean? I, I didn't make this, I didn't mean to make that sound like a threat. No. <laughs> Sorry. No. no, well, you did. You did. I, and... I did. That's true. I did. Yeah. Yeah. You better that's watch how, it. That's how it works. Okay. That's, yeah. A, yeah. that's lovely. That's we have a lovely relationship here now. <laughs> and it's on record. So just yeah. so everyone is aware. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you made me watch it because it's just more of Sorkin's um other other work. And I, mm. to be fair, I'm a massive fan of Aaron Sorkin. Um, I've loved all like a lot of his movies. <laughs> I've I liked Amer the American President, but I didn't love it. Mm. Um. That's okay. But, I think that's exactly what it's supposed to be. I like that. I yeah. love it. Yeah. That's like when you see, like, I'm just looking here. The next movie he wrote then was The Rock, um, which I did Aaron's... actually watch in the movies in 1996. Aaron Sorkin uh, wrote The Rock? Yes. The Michael Bay in him? Uh, yes. No. With he didn't. Sean Connery. He did not, did he? Yes. Wow, I'm shocked. Sean Connery, Nicolas Cage, and Ed Harris. Yeah, I remember that. Right? I just can't believe he wrote it. I went and saw that movie 
As did I. And then he did Enemy of State. Then Charlie Wilson's War, Social Network, uh, Moneyball, which was an excellent movie. Um, yeah, so it's just... So when did he do... So The Rock was 96, and then West Wing was 99. Are you on his IMDb, are you? Uh, I'm on Wiki. Okay. It's not, so, it's not, look, credit, it's not credited potential... on his IMDb. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, it just goes from IMDb has A Few Good Men as his first gig, then Malice, then The American President, and then he wrote a TV show called Sports Night, and then Into the West Wing. See, I find with IMDb, it's like highlights almost. I don't think all are, I don't think it's all as nitty gritty as... um. Maybe it was on to do rewrites or something on The Rock or something. Maybe. Oh, like that could be it as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, sorry. I have notes here. It's uncredited. Ah. So he's an uncredited writer on The Rock. There you go. So it could have been an actual rewrite or uh, edit so, or something. Yeah. The Rock is garbage anyway. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just ending by Michael Bay is pretty much trash. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. That's cool. Michael you know Bay what film? And I, I've known you. I, I know you've watched it already. So I am. Um, it's not going to be one of your movies, but just okay. as an added film that I watched. Mm-hmm. Um, Prisoners, again, like I watched it before. That's a uh, Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. it's such an amazing film anyone who's listening to this who has not seen prisoners um it's on netflix it is fucking one of the best films made in the last like 10 years i agree it's very good it's a it's a real it's a proper an amazing actor's film like yeah you can tell actor's film it's like a nail biter thriller It's unbelievable. You're just, yeah, you're biting your nails watching it like. It's gripping one, all right. Now, it's a good like two and a half hours, I think, but it's worth it. That's well worth it. It's literally worth every second. Mm. I concur. I wish Jake Gyllenhaal would make more movies like that. Uh, I don't know. I think he's pretty good with his choices. Mm. I don't have any issues with Jake Gyllenhaal and his choices. Mm -hmm. Great. I'll, I'll, I'll tell him you said that. I will. Yeah. Well, fine. You do that. Fine. Okay, I have two choices for you. Okay, let's have them. I'm ready. So I don't know though, because you might have watched it already. It's actually starring Jake Gyllenhaal as well. Mm, mm, you set me up with that tease. I Jake did. Gyllenhaal. You did. Zodiac. Zodiac. Uh, no, it's about the Zodiac killer. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay, so Zodiac or Angels and Demons? Oh, I've seen that one. Oh, have you? That's uh, Tom Hanks going around chasing statues or something. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. Motherland. It is a... I think I gave it to you ages ago. It's a comedy uh, series. Okay, I'll take that. So So Motherland or Zodiac? Motherland cool. on Netflix, Zodiac on Netflix. Cool. Okay. All right. Do you want your two? Yes, do you? Please. Do you? Yeah. 
Okay. So on Netflix, I have the comedy, I'd give it a year. I'd give it a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And on Disney Plus, uh, you're back in the sci-fi wagon. It's Tomorrowland. I've actually seen Tomorrowland with George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hang on a second. I'm going to look at my backup choices. Okay. Bear with me. Do, 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 do. The file won't open. Oh, there it is. Okay. Enough. Enough. All right. Right. So where's it gone? I don't know. I'll give you that one too. Okay. It's a new film. Uh, yeah. but it's on uh, it's on the Amazon Prime. Amazon. It's called it's on the Amazon Prime. The Amazon Prime, yes. And it's called Nobody. 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 Cool. I think I might have actually seen it on the Amazon. Is that what a girl in on the picture? No. Um oh. it's uh, you know your man from uh, Better Call Saul. Oh yeah. Bob Odenkirk. Tim. Yeah. Yeah, Tim. He's like a superhero. Or not a superhero. I think he, I think he plays like a yeah. He's not the hero kind of former gangster type. And that's just on regular Amazon Prime. Yep. Oh, amazing! I think that I'll double check it for you and I'll let you know off offline. I but, think uh, that yeah, no. used to be um like a on the extra Prime or whatever it is that you like had to, oh, you had to rent. You had to pay for it up front. Yeah, yeah. But that's no, cool. I think it's, uh, it must have gone to like regular section now. I think so. Sweet. Oh, come here. Did you watch um the rest of that upload? I did. Oh, did I, you? Yeah, yeah, I did. I was I, I actually smashed it in like two days. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very good. So good, isn't it? Yeah, I really enjoyed it and I now um jonesing for season two. Yeah, but there yeah. will be a season two. I I think yes, they, yeah. They I looked confirm. into it because I was like it ends on a, on a on a really juicy cliffhanger, and I was like, "If this doesn't get renewed, I am going to kill Holly Frew for making me watch this, <laughs> for getting me hooked." And luckily for you, it's been renewed. So, um, wow, I'm I'm pleased as well because you yeah, know, because you don't have to die be, now. You know, <laughs> that would be ox. I'm that would be ox. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, I think that's everything. Um. Yeah. You can follow us on at Why Did You Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you have any suggestions for us, you can always email at uh, why did you podcast at gmail.com. So, uh, yeah, do that if you want and listen to us where you can get all your good podcasts. Cool. And, and where you can get the bad ones too. <laughs> and where you can get the bad ones too. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're not picky. Yeah. We're not picky. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, we'll see you uh, next week. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Bye.